Hi guys, welcome to uh, season two, episode four of the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm your host. I'm your chatterbox. I am your preacher for today. Uh, we are talking about money today. Make it rain, money gods. Make it rain. Um, <laughs> Hi, Frank. Uh, Frank, we're talking about making it rain today, and uh, in any way possible, but especially with money. Hi, Yvonne. And um, I, I find I am in love with this topic. I'm in love with this whole thing about money. I'm in love right now with life. I'm in love with how everything actually works. And what I want to talk about today is like when you are in that place of, you know, where the money's maybe not flowing in as easily as it could, and you know there's more possible, and you've been asking, but it's not showing up. It's like, what do you do with all that? What are the tools that you can actually use to make it rain in your world? Hi, Carrie. Hi, Mary Angelina. Hi, Bobby John. Hi, Barbara. So, hey, if you guys have questions about this topic, this is a massive topic, and it's probably something I'm never going to stop talking about. Um, and what I love about it is that I get more and more awareness about how this works in my world all the time. And so if you've got stuff around this where you are feeling stuck and you can't seem to get it to move, just put it in the chat and I'll talk about it. Hi, Charlotte. So, um, hi, Maxine. I, you know, I've talked about money plenty. Hi, Frank. And um, one of the reasons I titled the show this is I have really been looking at dynamically. <laughs> um, I've been looking at dynamically where I'm not being honest with myself. Now, you may have caught that drift on the last number of shows where I'm kind of like, hi, Bert. Um, where I, I mean, I've just been going right into that. Okay, so you want money, blah, 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 thing, thing, thing. So how can you be honest with yourself to get it to show up? And what, what I was looking at with money, with this whole topic of money and this whole topic of creation of money and having money and all that thing, is where we kind of do this weird-ass fantasy thing where I've asked, I've asked, now make it rain, money gods. Like, I want to win the lottery, or I want this to work without me having to work for it, or I, wanna, I want this without that. I want, just make it rain, right? That place where we just kind of go, you do, you do that thing over there, and then I'm going to sit over here, and I'm going to wait for it, and then when it doesn't show up, I'm going to get mad at somebody. Not me, right? So I was like, okay, so how do, we, how do we begin to take this place in us, just acknowledge that it exists, hi, Torgan, and change it? What are, the tools, what are the tools that we can first use to acknowledge where we're really functioning from with money? To, and then two, to, to go, okay, cool, that's where I'm functioning from. How do we, what a, how do, what a, okay, so if we're really, really, really going to oversimplify it, and by the way, I'm going to do a three-call series on this, so y'all are invited officially right now um, over the next couple of weeks. And because what I want to start to do is open up that place for us where we cannot seem to be honest with ourselves about what's really going on. Now, what do I mean by that? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of us who like to talk about and use these tools, these access consciousness tools, these tools of question, choice, possibility, and contribution, as first of all, as best we can. But second of all is kind of this rah, 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 yeah, 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 go, go, go thing that doesn't actually ever touch what's really going on for us. And when you do that, you, you rob yourself of the empowerment that's available to actually create this situation for yourself, to create a situation where money can actually rain on you. Um, I was on a call with Shannon O'Hara when soon, last month, something like that. And she said, you know, when it comes to money, 
we don't ever want to look at our consciousness around money. We just want money to be there. We don't ever want to actually look at the consciousness problem. We want to look at the money problem. And that really struck me, and I, because that's been something that I've been looking at all over the place. It's like, okay, so I'd like more money to show up in my life. What do I have to be that's different? What are my points of view about how money, how easily money can show up? What are my points of view about uh, the way money works in my world? Most of my life, money's come from working. Or has it? And beginning to unravel all of that has been where money can actually show up in a different way. The relationship. Paige, I need more words, woman. Um, so the first really set of tools that I want to look at with you on this little half an hour that we've got together, hi, Evelisa, is the question of where am I functioning from in regards to money? Where am I functioning from in regards to money? Now, the thing about any actual question is it doesn't have an answer. It's got awareness with it. And if you are truly willing to just be in the question, what does that mean? I mean, we talk a lot about questions and access, but being in the question, being the question is this other thing where you just be the space of the question. Don't go into your brain balls trying to look for the answer and don't try to figure it out. You just be that. Okay, so how does money, where, where am I actually functioning from when it comes to money? Um, one of the things I've been looking at is what I'm truly committed to. And um, I've been just seeing this everywhere with everybody, especially, I mean, the more you see things for yourself, the more you're gonna see it in everybody else. And I've been looking at this place where we say one thing, but that what we really value and what we're really truly creating in our lives is this completely other thing. Oh my God, money, why you hate me so bad. <laughs> Frank, I love you. There is a question in there somewhere. Um, so we say one thing, but what's actually getting created and what we are truly committed to is a totally different thing. How do I know? Because two totally different things show up in our life. We've got disparate realities going on. We've got the thing that's coming out of our mouth and then we've got the thing that's showing up in our life. Good clue, right? Anytime you say you want to be happy, but you find yourself sad, angry, upset, frustrated all the time, you may want to look at what you're truly committed to. Are you truly committed to choosing happiness in every 10 seconds? Or are you really more committed to your feelings and the things that you feel like you have no control over and all this other stuff? And I think when it comes to money, and, and you know, we get into these conversations in Access Consciousness about creating money and being money and money, 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 right? It's like, it, one, it turns our whole paradigm about money on its head, turns it upside down. And two, we kind of don't have any idea how to do this. Like, you know, like really, if we were gonna sit down with us and us, we're gonna, we would look across, you know, the counter at each other and going, I don't know what I'm doing to you. And, and us would go, I, I don't know either, how does this work? <laughs> do you just sit around and like ask and then just wait for like money to fall out of the sky? Is that like, is that like how this works now? Uh, do you just, like when you ask, you have to make sure you're congruent with your ask. So how do you know you're congruent with the thing that you're asking for? So that, I mean, and I'm making fun of myself, right? Like, how does this actually work? And, and I know I'm all over the map with this. I mean, that's so different per usual. I'm all over the map per usual. Um, but what I want to look at is the all over the map bit. Like, we're all over the map when it comes to money. We, one, we don't know what we would spend it on if we got it. We know just enough to create just enough that we have just enough so that we can have just enough. That is sorted. Okay, I know I need a roof, I know I need food, I know sometimes I wanna to go to an access class, I know I have kids, blah, blah, I know all that stuff, right? So we create just enough. What's just enough? Whatever we've decided, we can just live with, right? But that, that's because we know we need that. We know we want that, right? That's good. 
But what would actually occur if money did rain from the sky? If you were just like covered in money, like what would you actually do with all of that? Now, some of us would go, well, I know exactly what I would do with it. I'd shove it in my mattress and then I'd go buy some Taco Bell and then I'd, that's all I got, right? That's kind of our list of things that we know what we would do with money. So when we're asking for more money, and I'm gonna put asking in air quotes because a lot of us don't truly ask for money because we don't know what the fuck we would do with it. And we've got all these judgments about ourselves that say that we're not responsible with it, we're not good with money, we shouldn't have money, and that the bottom of all of it is this hatred of money that we aren't even looking at. And so to begin to unravel the money mystery in your world, to begin to be able to have it rain money, make it rain money gods, first of all, you gotta take it out of the gods' hands and bring it back into your reality. You gotta bring it, take it out of God's hands. God don't have any hands, actually. He's just a shouldered being up there with no hands. You gotta take it out of that, and you gotta actually start to recognize that you're the source. You're the guy. You the man. You the man, you the woman. You the guy, right? What does that mean? You're the source of everything that's showing up in your life or not showing up in your life. So when it's not showing up in your life, the cool part is you can just look back at yourself and go, okay, so what can I do or be that's different here? What can I do or be? What can I... What definitions do I have of money that keep it from showing up in my world and everything that is times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys, mans. You can start pock and potting all your definitions. You can start pock and potting. And pock and potting is theclearingstatement.com. Hi, guy. Um, you can start pock and potting all the lies, all the definitions, all the points of view, all the decisions, all the things that are super, super linear that you just tend to function from because that's the way you've just always functioned. That's the way everybody in this reality functions. That's the way you were taught to function. That's the way your mama functioned. That's just the way you're functioning without thinking about it. That's what unconsciousness is. You're just doing it on autopilot because that's what you're doing because that's what you know to do. And then the problem with that, the, the problem comes in when you're doing what you do because that's what you know how to do and then you get more awareness and you start looking at what you're doing but then you judge what you're doing and that sticks it in place. So most of us use awareness of where we're functioning from to go backwards and judge ourselves. That's what most of us use awareness for. It's not actually what it's for. It's really just to shine the light. Like I have a little light up here. It's just to shine the light on the thing and then give you the possibility of another choice. Like until you actually know where you're functioning from, you have no possibility of another choice. And you can't create it from judging your choice either. So shining the light on where you're functioning from is just going, okay, so where am I functioning from with this? Do I actually, would I actually be able to choose what it is I say that I want? Am I actually choosing that is a great question. Am I truly asking for it is another question. So I've been asking for a lot of different things lately that are just showing up like this. And so when they don't show up like that, I just get curious. I'm like, I'll just ask, hey, did I truly ask for this? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. So it's on its way. Did I truly ask for this, yes or no? No, okay, what would it take to really ask for it? That's the question, what would it take to really ask for this? It is so easy to judge, Afina, so easy. It's our, it's our easiest choice. Is your easiest choice to judge yourself instead of actually creating a different reality? For most of us, that's a yes, it's my easiest choice, it's the first thing I go to. When I was rejiggering all of this in my world, it was like, shocking to me how much time I actually spent in my own head judging my bank account, judging the numbers in there or the lack of numbers in there or judging myself for what I did or didn't do. Like the amount of judgment around this topic was insane. 
And just so you know, the How to Become Money workbook is not, that's not what this video is about, but that starts to unravel all of those layers of judgment and points of view that you have around money. And that's the gift of that workbook, is it starts to go, okay, wow. And by the time you've gone through it 10 or 20 or 30 times, all you have is the space to create. And that's the thing about this money thing. It's not as mysterious as I think we've made it, Frank. Okay, so when I say I've done everything I know how to do, I've created an amazing product, I'm good at what I do, why isn't the money coming? What am I doing? What am I doing wrong? That's a judgment, right? Absolutely. You've decided about 18 things in that thing. You've decided you've done everything you know how to do. You've decided actually that you created an amazing product. You've decided that you're good at what you do. You've decided that the money isn't coming and you've also decided that you're doing something wrong. It's a whole glut of judgment. But that's normal, Frank, like that's what, that's what we do. And, and here's what you wanna look at, what might be fun to look at or not so fun, but in its delicious, in its uncomfort, is what am I proving with the lack of money I'm choosing? Here's the weird thing. So let's say, let's say you're like Frank, you're brilliant at what you do, you create a cool thing, nobody's signing up, or very few people are signing up, not a lot of money is coming in. You got that scenario, right? You got so much choice right there you can go to all kinds of conclusions about what this thing means, connect it to that thing, and then use it to judge yourself. And then you could go to another conclusion about, I'm good at what I do, so fuck you guys. And then you could use that to separate, judge, and reject you and everybody else. And so as you start watching yourself, use, use the creation of your life to start observing yourself, what you could start to wonder is, what point of view am I proving with this whole thing? Because really, at the end of the day, none of the money not showing up, none of the money, the money not showing up has nothing to do, isn't actually linked to how good you are, how good your product is, any of that. It's not linked. We've linked them and resisted it. And somehow that's justified. But I've started looking at, okay, so what is the point of view that I'm proving with this whole series of judgment? Am I proving that I'm not good enough? Am I proving that other people suck? Am I proving that money is hard for me? Am I proving that, right? Like there's some, there's there, every point of view that we take that we don't even know we're functioning from requires it to be proven as right. So especially when you feel really indignant and justified, I am being right right now about something. I'm being right right now about something. It feels really good. I really like being right. And is that actually creating money for me? No, shit, <laughs> right? I'm being really right at improving something, but it's not actually creating money. So in that moment, when you, when you can actually acknowledge where you're functioning from, with, takes courage, takes balls, that's when you actually have a chance at another choice. Like, okay, well, what else is possible with this that I've never considered? What else is possible with this product? What else is possible with what I do? What other things could I add to this? How else could I create money? That energy, is not just words. That energy is not just questions. That is this entire set of energy that is the energy of possibility. That is the energy of possibility. Guess what? I created this thing, I'm good at what I do, blah, 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 everything you said, Frank, was so brilliant. Um, what's wrong with me and why is, why is the money not showing up? That is the energy of judgment. Those two things are totally different universes. They're not related. They are, oh, that's a, uh... It's very loud. Hold, please. Hold. Hold. Oh, I, it's just going to have to ring. No, stop. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
So those two sets of energies that have words attached to them coming out are two totally different universes. They're not related. So it's, it's, that's with everything. With a set of circumstances, let's say you own a restaurant and it's doing well, but customers are kind of pains in the asses. They're giving you lots of reviews. You've got staff that won't show up. It's fucking hot. It's blah, 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 right? You've got all that stuff going on. You, hi Adele, you've got, let's just say two different sets of choices with that. You can let all of that get under your skin and go, fuck, I hate customers. God damn, it's hot. Fuck, I wish my restaurant were doing better. You can look at it from that direction, like where you're standing at the ass end of the elephant letting it shit on you. Or you literally can choose to look at the other side of the elephant. Now, all of the sides can be true and real if you make them true and real. And Frank, I'm gonna go back and read your comment on that. It can all be true and real if you make it true and real. Your misery can be as true and real as your possibility can be true and real. It's that's where your choice lies. And guess what expands when you begin to practice and really in every moment begin to choose, okay, I'm choosing that thing I do again. What would it be like to choose possibility here? That's the choice in every 10 seconds. I'm doing that thing again. What would it be like to choose possibility here? What questions would I ask if I were choosing possibility here? That's what begins to restructure and rebuild your easiest choice. And Frank, what I would look at with your situation, and I'm so grateful you brought it up because it's everybody's, um, is what's, what's my easiest choice with this? So actually, you said this. This is a pattern for me. I've done this a dozen times with different businesses. I wonder if I'm concluding that failure is a foregone conclusion. Yeah, that's light. So how many of you are creating your money reality? Let's call it a thing for now, even though it's not real, it's not solid. But how many of you are creating your financial reality to prove that you are a failure? To prove that you can't while resisting that you can't while proving that you can. How much, how many of your financial choices are to prove this weird ass insane point of view that you've been functioning from for God knows long, how long? And listen y'all, we haven't even talked about who does that belong to? We haven't even talked about the psychic nature of your beat. Like, Frank, what I would ask you is, okay, so when did that start? Forever. All right, who did it belong to? You or someone else? 18, I bet you $18 million that it belongs to someone else. I bet you $18 million that way that you've been functioning with money, that way you've been functioning with your restaurant, that way you've been functioning in relationships belongs to someone else. This is where the tools become really pertinent to the pragmatics of daily living. When it, hits, when it comes to money, I find the tools incredibly pragmatic. Why? Because I'm functioning from all kinds of shit that isn't mine. So why does that help? Well, as soon as I recognize it's not mine, I get to, if I want to, ask a different question. That's if, it's if I'm willing to outcreate my own internal functional point of view about this thing. And Frank, it sounds like there's this really deep, like, um... I'm very successful at proving I'm a failure. That is fucking epic. Why is that epic? And thank God, thank you for talking to me, Frank. Seriously. Um, why is that epic? Why is it epic that you have the power to prove you're a failure? Because you got power, baby. You're just using it in that direction right now. It isn't that you're pathetic. It isn't that you can't create. It isn't that you can't create money. And I, I've watched you, so I know you know this. And when you're really trying to change this on an even different level, that's when this really like comes up. Like, God, what does it take to really change this? Well, what do you love about being a failure? How is, it's, it's of value to you to be whatever it is you're being. It is of value to you. It is gifting you things that you have not looked at yet. 
it is of value to you to be a failure. It's of value to you to prove that money is hard. It's of value to you to prove, prove. It's of value to you to prove. And Gary says all the time, Gary Douglas in Access Consciousness, you'd rather be right than free. Well, how does that apply to money? Well, when you are proving your underlying point of view and not looking at that, you are being right about you and your point of view without acknowledging it. You're being right. So you get to be right about how what a failure you are while being pissed off about it, while feeling shitty about yourself, while resisting it. It's a whole thing. So how do you change it? The first step to changing anything is simply acknowledging that you're doing it and acknowledging that you're doing it with no point of view. Now that might be the rub right there, the no point of view. Having no point of view about how you're fucking yourself over nonstop 24 seven. It's actually brilliant. Trust me, I do this in all kinds of ways. It's changing a lot, but one of the things that I'm so grateful is changing is the joy that I feel in the discovery of how I'm fucking myself over. I'll look at it and I'll be like, ah! <laughs> God, I fucked myself over so well there, you know? I just continually choose unhappiness. I continually choose misery I continue in this particular area, right? And that's changing dynamically, but it's changing from the allowance, the space of allowance for me in the choice of it. And when I started really acknowledging that I loved being right, this is a big one, I loved being right. Now, this doesn't seem like it relates to money, but what points of view are you using to prove the rightness of the points of view are you choosing? What points of view are you using to prove how right you are? How right you are that this is hard? How right you are that it can't be easy? How right you are that this business won't work for you? How right you are that you're gonna be a failure forever? How right you are that you have a pattern? How right you are that this is shitty? You're right. Ugh, cool. Well, that's a lot of energy put into the proving of something that doesn't seem to be creating what I think I want. Do you actually want money or would you rather be right about how much you're a failure, right? This is, this is where you get to like start looking at it. Like, do I actually, do I, do I, I always know that I'm going to create just enough. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I got myself there. Do I really want to be wealthy? Do I really want to look at that money is other energies really? Nah. I think I'd rather not, you know, you know, like it's just so much easier to be miserable. So much just, it's just so good. <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, I've really, that has been one of the most freeing things that I have been choosing lately is like just really enjoying the shit out of being miserable. It's just so good. I just like it. You know, I get to struggle. I have topics for days. I, I, I don't, I, I get to bitch, you know, it's good. It makes for good content. Um, just enjoying it. You know, when Gary and Dane would facilitate a class and somebody would be asking their question of like, blah, 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 problem, problem, I can't, blah, problem, 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 blah, blah, blah. And they'd say, well, just enjoy it. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of a dick thing to say. Like, why would you say that? They're like crying at the microphone. Just enjoy it. I'd be like, I did not get it. Now I get it. Why? That is actually the fastest road to change. For you to truly change your financial reality, you got to start looking at what you're really choosing, what you're really proving with what you're choosing. What are you really proving? Are you proving that you can? Are you proving that you're greater than you've ever known? Are you proving that you are walking possibility? 
are you proving that or are you saying those things while actually doing something else while something else is showing up where all of your secret hidden agendas are just covertly running the show? Is that what's actually going on? That's what I started to discover. I was hiding all of my own agendas from myself. It, you know, and not really having any questions about them. But the coolest thing about your desire for more, Frank's busted. The coolest thing about your desire for more is your desire for more will always lead you into a place where you're a little bit wedged. Where, you know, you kind of, you know, where your underwear is too tight and it's, it's hot outside and, and it's sweating between your butt cheeks. Your desire for more will wedge you faster than I ever could. Because you'll be going, you'll be seeing things. You'll be, you'll be like, ah, oh, other people are doing this thing and I really want to be doing that. And it's going to start to like, you know, it's going to be like that splinter in your arm where you can't quite get to it and it just kind of irritates, it's itchy, but you, the tweezers won't, and that, right? That, your desire for more will wedge you. And as you're moving forward into what you truly desire that you're not even letting yourself know yet, it's okay, you're going to run into all this shit. All this shit. I think actually it could rain money if we were willing to have, not I think, I know, it could rain money if we were willing to have the way the molecules function, if we were willing to actually play with actualization in a different way. But guess what that requires? No judgment. No judgment. Hi, Alexander. No judgment. That's what that requires. How many of us are truly choosing no judgment? I choose it two times a day, once in that moment, and right? It's so rare. So then what's the practice? What's the, what do you do then to really change this for yourself? Acknowledge where you're functioning from. Really look at how much you like being right about that place. I like having the story that I can't create any more than this. I like it. I really like it. I'm going to throw it a party. We're going to go buy it a bow, put it on its head. We're gonna, I really like it. I'm going to just, you know, buy a little vest and like take it for a walk. And then three, after you are just there, you're like, okay, I'm here. Here I am. Go, okay, so what other choices do I have available here that I've never considered? What can I actually choose? And if you're in the beginnings of untangling this for yourself, we have two questions that most people ignore the shit out of in access consciousness that we give everybody. As we're going to call them basic tools. We're going to put that in air quotes. Basic tools. How does it get even better than this? And what else? is possible here that I haven't considered. Because guess what we usually consider in any situation, whether it's a relationship or money or restaurant or business, we usually give ourselves two choices. This is our limited menu, we have two choices. Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay in this business or should I tell myself to fuck off? Should I stay in this relationship or should I tell her to fuck off? Should I stay or should I go? Those are the two choices we give ourselves with almost everything. Guess what? In actuality, that's a thing. Hi, Simon. Hi, Nikki. There's infinite choices. Are you willing to have that many choices? Are you willing to be that unlimited? Are you willing to be that undefined? Probably not. It's cool. I wasn't. You may need your bars run a lot, but what else is possible that I've never considered is going to start to open up your world in ways you cannot imagine? And how does it get any better than this? How does it get any better than money just showing up in my bank account with not a lot of prompting? 
more of that. How does it get any better than money not showing up? Hmm. What can I do or be different here? If I were being the creative source of my own reality here, if I were being the creative source, if this were all up to me, if there were no, you know, there's no money gods in the sky that are going to come down and rescue me and like scoop me up and like plant me in a garden full of dollar bills, you know, that that's just not happening. Um, what would I be capable of that I haven't yet chosen? Am I willing to be as great as I am? No. Okay. Am I willing to be greater than I was yesterday? That might be a yes. I am willing to be greater than I was yesterday. Okay. So if I were being greater than I was yesterday, what would I choose? Guess what starts to happen as you begin to choose those little things? There's a lot of air quotes in this episode. Your whole world starts to shift. Why? Because you, the creative source, are inviting in more possibilities with those questions. Guess what makes things expand and grow and bloom? Possibilities. Guess what makes things go shrinky? Kind of like a penis on a cold day. Judgment. Judgment makes things go shrinky, shrinky. Possibilities make things go whoom, 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 whoom. So it kind of doesn't matter what you actually ask as long as it's an actual ask as long as it's really curious, as long as it really is an invitation to like, okay, what else is possible that I can't consider? My brain, your brain can't get you where you wanna go. But the willingness to be curious and creative, I knew you were gonna comment on that, Frank. <laughs> the, willing to be, the willingness to be creative and curious will change everything. So, acknowledge where you're functioning from, get really comfortable in it, just love it up. Start asking what choices you have available to you that you've never considered. And if you want more, come on my call series because I'm going to do one. And we're going to really, really start to change this. We're going to really start to change and create a different platform. I adore you. If you love this, share it. There's a lot of peeps out there that think this money thing is really fucking mysterious. So spread the love, like a comment, all the things. And um, I will... I'm so glad it was helpful, Frank. I'm so grateful for you guys. Oh, thank you for being live with me every week. It makes my freaking week. And I'm sure I'll see you in another minute or two, maybe five hours.